Welcome to Music Teacher Wellbeing. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your co-host, Wendy. This podcast is all about health, wealth and happiness as a music teacher. We get it. Being a music teacher has its own challenges and stresses. So every week, we want to share our stories as teachers. But we also want to talk to you and open up discussions about the common problems we deal with. This podcast is your weekly dose of encouragement and inspiration to take your music teaching to the next level. Let's get musical. Okay, welcome to the first episode of Music Teacher Wellbeing. I'm Justin. And I'm Wendy. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Wendy, thanks for jumping on today. Uh, how are you feeling today? How are you going? I'm great today, Justin. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty well, you might say. <laughs> um, yeah, no, pretty well. I've tended to my own personal music today. I've taught some lessons and now I'm on with you. Um, and I'm very happy actually to make this podcast. I know personally it's, um, it's a topic that we don't really talk about um, a lot in the music teacher space. So it's important for people to look after each other and we hope to bring you some stories of people who are just like us um, and brainstorm ways that we can get through some of the daily challenges as a music teacher. What do you think, Wendy? Well, I think that in these trying times, as they keep telling us with this pandemic, that it's even more important that people start looking after themselves, particularly music teachers, because we know it can be a stressful existence as well as a joyful existence. And so how about you tell us a bit more about yourself, Justin? Of course, of course, of course. Uh, so I'm Justin Wong and I am the guitar and piano, I'm a guitar and piano teacher at my own music school, uh, Leaders of Rock, based here in Melbourne. And we love to take beginners from their garage, um, not knowing anything on the instrument to performing on stage in six months. As you said, um, we are definitely in different times. Uh, at the recording of this episode, um, no live venues are present. So we're still trying to G the kids up and get them still excited about music. Um, we've recently held an online Zoom concert that went really, really well. So looking forward to doing that and looking forward to getting back on stage. Yeah, besides that, I play in a band, I play guitar and I sing in Tides Collide. And it's just nice to be surrounded with music and live it every day. Absolutely. How about yourself, Wendy? Tell me more. I am um, one of those, not a jack of all trades. I'm a bit of a jewel of all trades. Oh, yeah. Essentially started out as a classroom and instrumental teacher. Now I'm a coach, a trainer, or a speaker, an author, you name it. I pretty much do anything related to music education because I'm so passionate about getting the joy of music into people's lives. And like yourself, I like to work with getting beginners in that space where they can really enjoy making music. Uh, so I try and make it as simple as possible to get them up and running and not put any barriers like uh, making it too hard for them to read music or something in front of them. And I deal with a lot of music teachers as well, mentoring music teachers and coaching music teachers too. So I try and get impact as many people as possible. But that's also why I find this topic of well-being is so important because 
it's not easy, is it, to uh, balance all of the different things that come with being a uh, owner of a music school and all of that? What do you reckon? I think so. I think so. Almost music teacher well-being, when you look at the well-being of yourself and when you live your passion, um, the first word that comes to mind is boundaries. Who are you outside of music? And I think that's a really scary thing. Um, and it's a scary thing I had to adjust to um, in trying times of burnout and um, anxiety and working too much. I think that it's important to look after yourselves and also, yeah, uh, I guess work on the non-musical elements of your personality because ultimately we live in a tech age and everybody is interested in also yourself as a personal brand. Like what are your non-musical hobbies? Uh, What's your quality? What's your character? What do you post every day? And how do you sort of look after yourself as well? So well-being for me means boundaries, but it also means adventure because you can explore something completely different and then supercharge yourself into music in a way. Yeah. That's right. Well, I find that most music teachers and musicians and creative people, artists in general, tend to be really sensitive uh, people. And because of that, their, their creativity and their sensitivity is somehow linked and being a sensitive person means that you really are very prone to things like anxiety, you know, you're lacking in confidence. And so you might try and do things just so hard to get them perfect. You might burn yourself out and wear yourself out by worrying about things, whether it be financial, whether it be Um, the way you're teaching students or finding resources, whatever it is. But the sensitive, creative artists really need to look after themselves extra carefully. Absolutely. What are are two or three things that you do to look after yourself as a music teacher, Wendy? For me, the word balance is the, the important thing. And I do struggle with it at different times to get the balance between enough sleep, enough exercise, uh, looking after myself in terms of, you know, my body. So I'm getting the exercise and sleep and eating correctly, but also getting the right mindset so that, you know, my spirit can enjoy the simple things, uh, making sure that I'm, I'm feeling calm and grateful for all the small things as well. Oh yeah. That's so, so important now. Yeah. Get, getting that balance is is the thing that i strive for so you know just looking after my pets and going for a walk and growing my veggies and getting into that space where you can unwind and let the worries of the day just move out of your mind meditation is brilliant as well listening to music there's loads of things you can do and it might be different from one day to the next it's just a matter of getting that balance Yeah, it's definitely. And it also differs um, from person to person as well. Uh, I know definitely, yeah, balance is a big thing. Um, For me, physical exercise and movement has been a huge part of uh, this this year in particular, keeping myself mentally well and physically well. So I've taken up uh, marathon running training and I actually finished my first wow. 10 kilometer marathon two weeks ago. 
I haven't run since. Sorry, guys, my team. <laughs> but I, I, I now get the whole thing in terms of like discipline and consistency and. Oh, so yeah, enjoying nature for what it is. Yes. I think in my marathon, I spotted a kangaroo, which is really, really good. Um, just said hi. <laughs> a single carrot, <laughs> single kangaroo. Hi. <laughs> a single carrot, oh. a single kangaroo. Yes. Um, so exercise is a big. You'll have thing. to come and visit here. Yeah, we have hundreds of them up here. <laughs> awesome. I will actually. Yeah, I think that nature. Wherever it is in Australia or the world is really important. Um, so exercise, um, nature. Um, I love the sound of waves, and that's not why my band is called Tides Collide. It's actually just <laughs> I really like water, and that was a catchy name for us.、Uh, I think the second thing that I love to do that's not musical, actually, is oh, general knowledge. Inquiry. So, <laughs> reading the news, watching Netflix documentaries,、um, engaging in trivia nights. So, expanding my knowledge of the world, and I guess knowing where I stand on certain issues as well.、Uh, as an as a first generation Australian migrant, and also yeah, of Malaysian background and. American citizenship. It's a. It's always important for me to sort of like check myself, make sure to top up on my languages, and also just engage in the world. Um, because you know, in Australia, you can sometimes be in a bit of a cocoon. Um, have that tyranny of distance. So it's nice to sort of learn about news events and just talk with friends and about about the world and how we can help support it with all of our missions, really. Yeah.、Mm. Well, that's really interesting because I have a slightly different take on that. I'm I'm less of a looking out to the global, and since we've done a bit of a tree change, having lived in Melbourne most of my life,、mm. we've only twelve months ago just had this tree change to central Victoria. We're now living in a home which is totally off grid. So we have solar power,、awesome. we have rainwater yeah, yeah. systems,、um, all that sort of thing,、um, and we're now growing our own food. So we've got a very large veggie garden. We've planted an orchard with、uh, about fifteen different sorts of fruit and nut trees and berries and you name it. It's,、yeah. um, it's all happening here. So it's more about sustainability here and、mm. looking after the small environment that we're in. To the point of recycling absolutely everything possible because we don't want to be having to take things to the tip or down to the garbage, you know. And you can recycle so much more than you thought you could. Yeah.、And、having chooks is good for that too. <laughs> They like to eat lots of scraps too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>、so. That、um, ecological footprint is everyone's responsibility, and、yes. I liken it to. I had this conversation with a mate just now. Actually, it's. Production capacity versus production. So, if you've read Stephen Covey's Seven、um, Effective Habits to Effective People, <laughs> yes, some Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Ah, <laughs>、oh, yes. Yeah. Yes.、Um, he talks a lot about. I don't about... think I've read it. Sorry.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have. I don't think I've read that one. No, I don't think I have. Oh, beautiful book! It's a beautiful book. So, first thing to be effective is to be proactive. But they talk about a lot about
when you when you make your own home well like you have to focus on your own skills and mindset and then you can produce and serve the world um and so that's what we call production capability just making sure that you learn new things and um and then i guess apply them so permaculture and gardening is a fantastic way of yeah just instilling that long-term mindset and also build that skill building my parents and my grandparents love gardening i want to get into it soon Mm. (laughs) Mm. well gardening leads then to um, things like how you store your food and how you cook your food and everything else so there's actually a lot more to it when you start growing your own food suddenly we've got beans coming out our ears at the moment yeah that's in season yeah yeah Yeah, exactly i've got you know a whole load of onions i'm going to have to start pulling up a whole load of garlic i'm going to have to start pulling up so there's lots of things that then lead on which you have to learn about as well which is fascinating and these are the sorts of hobbies that i have that are nothing to do with music but are definitely to do with well-being you know, getting the nutrients from fresh food, yeah. getting the, the joy of, of seeing something that you've grown and created, that creative aspect again, which helps us, nurtures our spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think definitely, yeah, spiritual growth, or well, it's all about building that holistic part of who you are. Um, yes, beyond me, beyond as, as a teacher, beyond a musician, um, and that, yeah and basically supercharging and supercharging yourself in order to serve more people uh definitely um so we're all about the holistic sense of self as a music teacher uh what do you think people can expense or expect uh in future episodes do you think wendy well, once they get to know you and I and our crazy sense of humour, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they they will be uh, keen to hear some of the, the guests that we're going to bring on. So people that we know of and uh, anyone out there actually who's interested can contact us for sure uh, to see if they've got some interesting ideas to share about wellness, uh, well-being, looking after yourself, those boundaries, those balances, uh, challenges that they come across anything that anybody wants to discuss that's going to help other music teachers to change some bad habits instill new habits and basically look after themselves better that's awesome that's such an uplifting tone um especially during these times i think everyone is at home a lot more um so definitely looking after themselves is should be at the forefront of their agenda Um, a lot of music teachers have gone through in and out of online teaching so i know that i know that looking after yourselves definitely for me actually means reducing screen time so i can actually understand who i am um and yes away from the computer and away from technology as well yes it can be draining being uh, too intensely involved in technology and it does make you lose your perspective absolutely absolutely um very grateful to have you on um wendy for another episode of music teacher well-being uh thanks so much for coming on 
It's a pleasure, Justin. I'm glad that you opened the door and invited me to be part of this. Happy for you to come on and be a part of it, Sue. We'll share more stories next week and beyond. See you later. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. If you'd like to get onto this podcast, please contact us via the email in the show notes below. We would love to talk to you about your stories as a music teacher and build awareness for what is a really important topic in our space. Stay well. Stay musical. We'll see you in the next episode.